Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of Dole Whips and Double Doubles. My name is Ryan Miller and sitting beside me is my wife Lauren. Hello. We are one half of the Double Doubles from Hamilton, Ontario. This week joining us, it's Ryan in London, Ontario. Hello. Welcome everybody. Uh, so uh, officially Halloween started at Walt Disney World a month ago. Yeah, like like uh, early August. Early mid-August. It's early say. August. Is it? No. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we're right in the thick of things, even though Halloween's not for, um, you know, two yeah, months. I, you know, <laughs> I have to say, I don't have a problem with it starting early in the theme parks. No. Because, and we've, we've gone, I think we've all gone to the Halloween party in yeah. August. It's super hot, but I feel like when you're on vacation, like, why not just, why not just give in? You know, yeah. <laughs> like I'm fine to experience some festivities and different decorations and stuff. So yeah, I don't have a problem with it in that Disney bubble. No, um, I guess in context though, when I go, if it's August and you're seeing like the orange and yellow leaves yes. and the red leaves of part of the decorations that like they're not really going to see in Florida. Right. Yeah. No, and then you come back and it's still like <laughs> it's very just, summery here. It's just a reminder that like, you know, at the end of August here, I I am seeing some leaves falling off of trees. A little bit. And, well, yeah, and it's sad. Bit. Yeah. I also think, you know, we play fast and loose with the pumpkin spice latte or pumpkin flavored, <laughs> uh, you know, and I was just in, in uh, you know, in Michigan, uh, over which was like September 1st, 2nd, 3rd, and... I mean, they're all pumpkin beverage, pumpkin cereal, pumpkin muffin. <laughs> mm-hmm. And and I mean, you know, so I do think there is a bit of, uh, uh, you know, we really do rush into fall. It's crazy. I, I think this is, I, I was just going to say, sorry, Lauren. I think no. that this is like a, a Canadian thing where, I don't know about you guys, but I get so excited when summer comes. Oh, and yeah. then like July 20th, 25th, I'm like, uh, I could use some colder nights. <laughs> I yes. could use some like, sweater, sweatshirt and jean weather. And then I spend all of August being like, okay, cool. When am I going to get that first smell where I'm like, oh, it smells like autumn. Yeah. You know, the leaves, the cool air in the morning, the dew. And yeah. Uh, yeah. So, so maybe this is, you know, maybe Disney's uh, kind of helping us usher this in and maybe it's our fault. Yeah. Like, I I agree with that. I, I also know I found a couple of years when we've done the Halloween stuff earlier. So like early September or August. Yeah. Um, by the time Halloween comes here in October, I'm like, oh, I've done all this already. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, over this it. Is, this is old hat. Like I've been, been there, done that. I've already dressed yeah. up. Um, which I think is fine. Uh, when you don't have kids, <laughs> yeah. but like now we have, I think, you know, as Rosalie gets older, but, um, I, I think it's nice for people who are like super Halloween and fall fans. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I think it's interesting just... just because the Christmas season is hampered by Halloween. It's true. Where, you know, it, it when it's November, really... when November 1st comes, okay, the really early go-getters are playing Christmas music and everybody harps on them for that. But here we are at Disney three months in advance of Halloween 
starting yeah. Halloween parties. So uh, at Disney, the I Halloween think... season lasts longer than the Christmas season. I mean, let's be just honest. by a bit. It's purely financial. Oh yeah. Like I mean, oh, people sure. people want it, but yep. like it's uh, financially it, it's works out for them, and I think it's a little bit harder to extend. Um, like Christmas after the fact, <laughs> like, like part way, <laughs> yeah. like you're not, you, you don't really, really want to be celebrating Christmas, you know, January 15th. Yeah. I think it's However, a little harder. I am surprised that the Christmas party has never crept into the 26th, 7, 8, 9, 30th, 31st. Right after. I think it's just right. too busy. I think That's so right. too. I figured yeah. it's a crowd. Yeah. I figured that they would if they could. Yeah. It's like the yeah, only thing, so maybe they... Uh, not to give Disney ideas, um, have an ultra exclusive party that's from 1 a.m. to 4 a.m. And it yeah. it costs like $800 called, a person. It's called Club 33. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we, yeah, we wanted to talk about like Christmas when you're, versus Halloween. Yeah, kind of, I think like in the approach of like, uh, I guess we're sort of talking about almost half the year. Right. Like, really? But if you are, I think if we're talking about five, people, almost six months. So people wonder like, okay, I'm going to go in this, that end half of the year. What holiday, what season do I want to experience? Like what's the benefits? What am I, what to expect at each? And yeah. So do you go in like fall, the fall slash Halloween season, or do you go in the winter slash Christmas season? Yeah. You know, and, and what's, What's the difference there? Yeah. I mean, obviously decorations. Um, yeah. I think there's the obvious of like, I, I think it's easy for some people like Brian, would you say you're a Halloween or a Christmas person? Like one over the other? Oh, 100, 110% Christmas. I would right. never like Halloween. Now Disney Halloween's different because yeah. so I've, 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 I do want to get to Haunted Horror Nights at Universal. Oh, one it, looks, it looks too scary for me. I'll be <laughs> right, honest. Right. But I want to go because yes. I want to, because I mean, Stranger Things or mm -hmm. Beetlejuice, like they've got lots uh, of stuff. I do that love I, Beetlejuice. Yeah. And so I think there's a part of me, but no, it's, it's horrifying. I, it, it does scare <laughs> me. But I guess my point being is, is Disney is, is so much more of a family yes. Halloween kind of yeah. experience or kid friendly. And so I can get behind that, but I yeah. actually hate Halloween here in Ontario. Right. It, <laughs> you know, it drives me crazy. Um, but yeah. So if I was going to pick, you know, between the two, I'd be at the Christmas party nine like ten out of ten times. Yeah. And, and Lauren, I think you're probably the same. I yeah, like there's I love the um I love the fall decor, you know, and I like the idea and I like fall. I actually pretty close to hating winter here. <laughs> uh like more so after Christmas, like the January, February, March. But yeah. um but I love I do love Christmas at the parks, like or at, at Disney. Um yeah. Yeah, I, I do. I love both holidays. I love a good theme, you know, yeah. uh, but yeah. And I guess we can talk about this too. Like we have been more in the fall. Yeah. And I think that's just like timing. There's a few things there. Um, but I loved, yeah, I, I think if we had any choice, I would, I would choose Christmas over it. And that's just my like, per like my personal um, preference. Sure. But I think that there's like advantage, there's some good advantages to going in the fall season. Yeah. I think, 
Um, Free dining isn't one of them anymore. (laughs) (laughs) What's that? (laughs) Yeah, no, no dining plan. Watch, they'll announce it at D23. Yeah, but I don't even think they need to offer free dining. Like, that's what's funny, right? Like, free dining started because, like, September, October particularly was, like, a low attendance time. And then free dining was offered. And... And the weather was better. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, maybe maybe we should talk about weather. Like, should we compare yeah. weather? Yeah, uh, I'm just going to very briefly before we get into that, and we'll talk about it a little bit later when we're comparing comparing like the parties. Yeah. Um, is that there are uh, I like both. There are elements that I like from oh, yeah, both. Sorry, we forgot to ask about what you liked. <laughs> That's you like okay. What I like. <laughs> um, and at. There are some things that Christmas does better at Disney and there are some things that Halloween does better at mm-hmm. Disney. So, um, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that, but yeah, let's talk about weather and price and price doesn't have the same large fluctuation as it used to in the past where, um, the, the difference between a, an off peak rate for a resort and, I guess one day tickets now. Um, the The difference between off peak and on peak is less drastic or less dramatic. Right. Yeah. So you know the off peak times are still pricey. Still pricey. Yeah. Like basically, again, we always sort of the hard and fast rule is like avoid the holidays if you're looking price wise. Yeah. So nowadays, based on the amount of people who go especially around uh, the party seasons. Um, you know, when you creep into late October, the prices are going to be higher because it's Halloween. Just like in late December, you know, right around Christmas, New Year's, the prices are going to be the highest that they are all year round. Also, I think like you're, the crowds are bigger and I don't, I'm sure we've mentioned this before, but when you are um, domestic, when you are American like it's shorter trips are so much more common among mm-hmm. Americans than they are in Canadians. Cause you um, could go for a couple days. Yeah. And... You can go for just a couple nights um, or you can go just for that long weekend. So often like flying is, is cheaper domestically. Um, like again, I, not around the holidays, but no, but even, but even compared, like they just have sure. way more um, like points that you can accumulate <laughs> for flights and travel. Yeah. Like it's, it, um, they just have, you know, like they have always had more coupons than yeah. we have. Uh, so it's just easier. So you do see that, like, you're going to see higher crowds as well around around the holidays. But yeah. I would say typically, like, you're looking at end of August is a little bit cheaper. September. At times, yeah. And, and that's then, also because of hurricane season. Yeah, right? so that's that's part of the weather that uh, that we can talk about is that September is... Well, sort of peak hurricane it's season. August through November basically is like a storm season. Yeah. And we've all, all of us here have experienced a Florida hurricane, right? Or yeah, we've had no, a trip impacted by it. Yes. So you guys were, yeah, and you guys were the most impacted because you guys had to hunker down for a couple of days. We yeah. Yeah. We left early okay, uh, yeah. and drove home uh, versus flying because Hurricane Dorian was uh, knocking down on our door. And when when was that trip? Was that an August trip? That, that was that was that was uh, Labor Day weekend. That was, okay. uh, what was it, like three years ago this weekend. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. yeah so and so, we were. So that is part of it. Um, 
you know, it, it can impact. And yeah. it's good to know that that is a possibility for, when you're booking in for September. The basically the Halloween season. Because yes. they've had one, I think Hurricane Matthew was, um, which closed the parks, was October. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, we didn't, we didn't really see them, like, I think in the last, I think in COVID years. I guess the whole world was a storm then. <laughs> but um, anyway, that's, some, that's something to consider. It's just something to keep in mind. And you, you, you're going to get more rain than you do yeah. most likely in the winter. I would but say. then, you know, November, December in Florida, it's not cold, but it's not blazing hot. No, it's not, not August weather. Um, it, it's getting cooler. Now, obviously, like January into February is like, I'd say the coolest months of... Um, in terms of weather or the seasons, but, um, but November, December. But I think that's appealing for people, isn't it? Some people like, Sometimes. they just don't like, like you guys, Ryan, you don't want to go when it's super hot. Well, I mean, so my worst experience at a Disney park that I can think of was doing the Halloween party <laughs> right. in like August 25th <laughs> and my sweat was sweating. Yeah. And, I, it was awful. And it was, was one of those nights where it didn't rain until the, you know, until 10 o'clock at night, but it just, it felt like it may as well have been like, it just felt like it was raining because it was so humid. It, I honestly, it was so uncomfortable. I didn't, it was of course neat to be there and see all the stuff. And, but if you're somebody who, who can't tolerate the heat, uh, Halloween party in August is probably not for you, and and I truly mean that. It, it was really uncomfortable. Yeah, I would much rather go to the Christmas party in December if I was picking weather, you know, to, to determine why I would go to which party. Uh, it was even even in September, it can be awful, and October is not not going to be that much better either. Some days, you know, some of this is hit or miss, and you get what you get. But yeah. Um, you definitely, you can set your watch to August weather in in Florida being muggy and just stinky hot. So yeah, uh, that that might play into your travel plans for the Halloween party for sure. Well, and I think for us, uh, we have been in August and it was hot. Uh, and costume wise, it was it was hot. Um, yeah. And then yeah, December, you know, the weather's going to be a little calmer. It's not it's not going to rain as much. It can. You know, it can always rain in Florida, but, um, but the storm season, as, as Lauren mentioned, um, sort of any time between August and November, um, in terms of pricing, you know, we talked about, uh, August, late August, when some of the schools go back September, because it's kind of stormier season. Uh, and then the first couple weeks in November are usually a little bit cheaper, um, then the price goes up around American Thanksgiving, obviously. And then the first couple of weeks of December usually also, um, dips just a little bit before it cranks back up before the actual holiday. Yeah. And I mean, I think that, I really think that if you were to pick Halloween because you really love Halloween versus Christmas because you don't like it as much. I think the weather would be a really, like, I think 
you know, if there's a tie in your household, I think you should let weather decide. I I agree. I think yeah, if you're on the fence, um, you know, you'd probably tend a little bit more towards Christmas rather than Halloween, right? Um, but it depends on you know, your preferences. Um, yeah. I wanted to get into the comparison of the um of the parties sort of side by side and not, not to get too in depth into, into the parties, but in terms of like the main attractions, I think theming is, is huge. And as Lauren mentioned, you know, the, the fall theme with the pumpkins and, and the colors, that's really nice. Christmas is a totally different theme and, and it has that feel, um, that, that more nostalgic feel, but Halloween is also the time when you get to see characters that you would otherwise not see, um, especially when it comes to the parties, because when the um, not so scary Halloween party is is your chance to see villains when you're not going to see them any other time, essentially. Yeah, I mean, though, you you know, the I will say that I've never seen the Christmas party yet just because of timing. Um, <laughs> and I want to see the toy soldiers and I want to see, you know, the the characters dressed up in their Christmas garb. And so, you know, you're right. Definitely. Again, another selling feature would be if you really want to see villains, that's the party to go to. Um, you know, it is really fun to see the characters dressed up in their Halloween costumes as well. Um, so, yeah. Uh, I, I agree. There is something. Uh, I actually really love the theming of the Halloween party. Um, I love the the, the purple and green. The, mm. you know, the, 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 there's a vibe to it that's really uh, kind of a fun, spooky that I like, of course, because you know. <laughs> and yet, you want to do Halloween horror nights at, uh, I, at Universal. I only I want to do it to say that I've done it. I right. don't know. Maybe I want to do it to 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 uh, profess that I haven't gotten a heart attack while doing it, um, <laughs> which clearly I'm going to have to improve my health here. But uh, I do think that I agree with you. the The Christmas one has a very nostalgic feel to it, almost almost like Main Street USA, but in like holiday format. You know that that you know homage to the past and then you know the Christmas of the 50s, 60s. Yeah. Uh, just like that family kind of feel to it. So there is something about that that I, I really appreciate and would love to be a part of. I also got to say, one of the best parts of the Halloween party is the candy, the trick-or-treat trail, which I know, <laughs> you know we can talk about. You know, the Christmas, uh, you go on the cookie stroll or the cookie walk, and I don't know how many cookies I can eat. Right. Um, and are the cookies in individualized package? Uh, I bet they probably are now. They are now, but they weren't for but the longest time. But they weren't for a long time. Yeah. So now if they're in individualized packages, maybe it's not as bad. But I was thinking about how there's only so many cookies I can stuff in my face now, <laughs> probably more than others. But the Halloween night, there it is really fun to go on those trick-or-treat trails and get, you know, loads of Jolly Ranchers and M&Ms and, you know, whatever else that you're getting. Um you know, we talk about this in the past, you know, not that it's always the best use of your money to go and, you know, trick or treat at Disney because you've spent X amount of dollars for, for that candy. But, you know, sometimes the part about a vacation is acknowledging you're overspending for certain experiences and just enjoying <laughs> the experience. And so, sure. you know, you got a, you got a little guy who loves the trick or treating experience, uh, you know, 
that is part and parcel of the the Hollywood or the uh, you know Mickey's not so scary Halloween party. It's true, yeah. Um, I'm just going to throw some quick comparisons out there um, because the parties are similar in a lot of ways. You talked about one where the treats, you know, are you both have paid treats that you can get. There are also free treats that you can get. Um, they, they both have parades. They both have stage shows at the castle and they both have fireworks. Um, I, I probably couldn't pick a winner between the two parades just because they're so vastly different. And, and like you mentioned for Christmas, you know, it's really fun to see the toy soldiers. Um, you get to see, you know, all the princesses and, um, and Santa at the end, uh, the reindeer, um, you know, that's really, that's really great in the Halloween party. You get to see villains, you get to see, um, the, the haunted mansion, um, sort of butlers and, uh, and party guests, uh, they are, they're really fun to, uh, to watch and, um, and it has a totally different vibe. So I think personally, the two parades are on par. Um, I think of the two stage shows, um, you know, during Halloween, it's the Hocus Pocus, um, spelltacular and, and that again brings villains to, to the forefront and, uh, and, you know, obviously Hocus Pocus, um, now that we're getting a sec, a sequel, um, it's a little bit more relevant. Um, I think, I think it's a better stage show. Uh, so I give it to Halloween on that one. And then with fireworks, we've talked about this in the past the the new halloween party fireworks with a ton of projections on the uh on the castle there's a a big jack skellington puppet who comes out and um and does the introduction so it can be really difficult to kind of know where to look and how close you have to be and how early you have to get there and and set yourself up um i found that there was so much going on on projected on the castle that I got distracted from the fireworks themselves. Whereas at Christmas, it was just, um, fun, easy going projections with nothing too complicated, really, really great music and a ton of fireworks. And that's what I wanted to see as a, you know, that's what I want to see in a nighttime spectacular. So for me, I give the edge to the Christmas party when it comes to fireworks so again, going to be a matter of opinion for everybody, but, um, I guess in my case, they both kind of equal out <laughs> a little bit, but I would probably give the edge to, um, to Christmas as an overall party experience, but Halloween, definitely if you're into villains. Well, yeah. And, and, and again, if you don't like cookies, you know, <laughs> yeah. then trick or treat and candy. If you're and a if Scrooge, you like candy, right? Well, right. Then go to Halloween. That's that's it. Now, uh, yeah, I, I I think one thing to really consider when you're thinking about the the Halloween or the the Christmas one is also what what you're planning to do at the parks, like you know, during the day as well. Yeah, um, because I do think that you know, and I had a conversation with a friend the other day where 
they only had a certain amount of days to go to the parks and should they even get, you know, party tickets. And, and I think that's a really good discussion to kind of have with your family. You know, with a party ticket, you're getting in at four o'clock in the, in the evening. Um, and, you know, you, you, you have to buy a ticket. It's a, you know, earlier access, even though the party starts at seven. So, you know, you do have a few hours at the park, but some people will want to spend the whole day at the park and then spend, you know, the night at the party. Mm -hmm. I'm kind of of the opinion where if you're going to a party at night, unless you've got older kids and it's a cooler day. So we talk about November, December, this is where it matters. And you want to blaze a trail the whole day, then, you know, go at it and fill your boots. My opinion is I'd rather spend the day at Disney Springs in the morning or a pool day or resort hopping. And then, you know, four o'clock, you know, get in at that main street and, you know, start your, your park day. Then um, I don't think there's a need to do the whole day, but that's just me. I don't want to have grumpy kids. Um, <laughs> I think it is. So I, I do think that there's a, there is a strategy about picking when you do your park day, how you approach it. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. What, what, what would you do, Ryan? So, uh, so it's really interesting because yeah, you have to kind of take into account the fact that, in order to maximize, like to get your money's worth out of the party, let's say you want to be there at four o'clock when you can get in. And, and if you can make it to midnight, you should make it to midnight because then you're going to get your money's worth in terms of experiencing the most amount of things that you can. So obviously, you know, parties are not, they're okay and yeah you can spend the money if you have younger kids but you can't have the same expectations of of getting your money's worth out of the day and even i think if i you know with younger kids you i wouldn't expect them to make it to midnight even if we didn't do another park during the day but yeah. with a teenager yeah if, if they can go from morning to midnight then then that's a good time I think Lauren and I early on in our Disney trips together did do, we did both, but we did tend to go to a park, a different park and then go to the party um, at four o'clock or essentially when we could get in. Um, I cannot imagine a scenario where I would do that again. Now (laughs) where, where we're at, um, I, I just don't, you know, I, I'm okay. I, I can certainly make it through that time, but, but why, why, why would you like, why force yourself to do that when, like you said, it gives you the excuse to spend a, spend the good chunk of your day at your resort, enjoy the resort that you're paying for, or go check out Disney Springs. I do not have enough time planned into every vacation to go to Disney Springs as much as I want to just to go and look at things and and experience the whole um the whole place and and maybe dine at more than one place uh when you go there so not going to a park during the day and instead going to Disney Springs for the majority of the day and then going to a party at night is like probably my ideal plan yeah, no, I agree. I would say, you know, and this is a whole other topic. I would say go and resort hop using the gondolas for your afternoon. Yeah, I mean, I mean you, you absolutely could. 
go to Art of Animation, you know, go and, and, you know, take some photos of the cars at, at Art of Animation and, you know, have some gelato at Riviera and just utilize that really fun uh, feature that, you know, is included that's, you know, part of the experience at Disney. Um, but it's something to, def something to do to kind of fill that time. But yeah, I agree. I, you know what, I know I have so many families who I have, I have a friend who's going and she's got, I don't know, eight and six year olds. And she's like, Oh, we're spending the day at animal kingdom. And then we're going to the party at magic kingdom. And all I can think about is Ugh. I couldn't <laughs> imagine my kids. I have a 13 and nine year old. Yeah. And and don't get me wrong, my whole house, like, loves sleep. Sleeping is, like, our thing. So that's, we're champions at sleeping. So not everybody has that, you know, going for them. But I can't imagine with my 13-year-old and 9-year-old having a successful 12-hour, that's almost like 16-hour day where at the end of it, I have enough memories of good things versus memories of like kids hitting each other and yelling at each other and complaining. And I just can't imagine that day being successful. So for me, I try to avoid it. I think the parties are so unique and out of the normal day at Disney that you don't need more than the four o'clock experience till midnight. No. I, I, so I completely agree. And especially nowadays with the prices that you're paying for the party, you want yeah. to prepare yourself to maximize your experience at the party, go and enjoy everything that you can to do with it. Yeah. But so my only caveat here is I, and both Lauren and I love magic kingdom. And so if I were going on a trip and let's say I had a, a day, you know, if I was planning a day at Animal Kingdom, Hollywood Studios and Epcot, and then I chose to just do a party for Magic Kingdom, I would feel like I was missing out on Magic Kingdom. So I'd be more likely, if I was only planning four days, I'd be more likely to um, opt out of one of the other parks to get a full magic kingdom day during the day at the park. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, I agree. No, I, I, for sure. And I think I'm sure we've talked about our favorite, like our favorite parks or what we would do in that instance. And magic kingdom would always be the park that I would spend the most time on if I could. Mm -hmm. um, however, I, I do think that when, when you are considering this, obviously everybody's got their own trip planned and has their own ideas and, and there are some people that want to see, you know, all four parks sure. and, you know, have a five day trip or whatever, you know, don't have the, the resources to go for longer. Uh, and so I, you know, I would, I could get rid of Epcot if, you know, in a pinch, you know, depending on the age of my kids, I could get rid of Animal Kingdom if I had to, I could get rid of Hollywood Studios if, you know, uh, and I would do a day and a half at, at Magic Kingdom, a full day plus a party day. Yeah. But. Um, so I agree with you there. Um, however, I think, you know, if, if you've got, uh, if you've got, you know, a teenager who doesn't care about the, the parade and, you know, doesn't care about the fireworks, which I don't know why they wouldn't, they should go see yeah. the fireworks. If you want to buy <laughs> the parade. I'm a big fan of parades. I've always been a big fan of parades. 
Um, but if you want to bypass a parade, cool. I'm not going to chirp you for that. I will chirp you for missing the fireworks because the fireworks are phenomenal. Yeah. But on other than the fireworks, if you only see the fireworks and you are there from four until midnight, I think you can have a dynamite Magic Kingdom day. I, I think so too, especially because the people who do go with their younger kids are not going yeah. to make it to midnight. No, they're going to the first parade and they're going to the first firework. And as soon as the first firework is done, they're filing out. And I bet you, I mean, you've been, how much, what do you think? 75% leave? Once the fireworks are done. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would say at least anywhere between two thirds and 75% of, of the guests yeah. are leaving after fireworks. And that's usually at what? 10, nine or 10. Usually. Yeah. So because so yeah, that's there's, you... there's typically a parade at like nine, then fireworks at 10 and then another parade at 11. So that's giving you a, a good two hours, um, which I know sounds like a short amount of time, but two hours with a very close to empty park can get you a lot of great, like there's a lot of great things you can do at Magic Kingdom. Now, one thing to keep in mind about this, um, and, and I could be wrong, uh, which happens all the time, but I believe in the past, not every attraction is open during party nights. Is that, am I misspeaking? I think the majority are open. Um, but I think in, in a couple of years past, I mean, it could have been just, um, refurbishments at the time, but like Splash Mountain isn't necessarily open. Uh -huh. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. Um, that's, that's the one that would stick out to me as like, okay. Yeah. As in terms of a bigger attraction, I think the jungle cruise is not available during the Halloween party, but might be during the Christmas party. I'm not, I'm not sure. I, I okay. you know, <laughs> I'd have to fact check that. Um, but, but, so anyways, that is one thing to kind of keep in mind. Um, I know that in the past, in Halloween, we talked about the villains. And I know that when I went the first time to the Halloween party, this isn't villain related, but Mo Moana and Maui were doing photos. Hmm. And I think there was like a 180, 180 minute wait to take your photo with them. Well, I mean, there are anecdotes um, from the Halloween parties now where... So for the very, very popular characters, they will sometimes let people who have party wristbands on uh, start meeting early. And yeah. and this year in particular, the talk has been about um, Jack and Sally. So Jack Skellington right. and, and Sally are um, have a meet and greet that, you know, not a ton of people, I guess not a ton of people in, in retrospect. Um get to have a photo with them. And so that line is very long. So they've sometimes been starting meet and greets at like four 30. So the party has not started. Um, but instead of having a five hour line <laughs> at seven o'clock, um, they, they try to get through as many people as they can. Now at a certain point, I feel like they do cut off the queue because you know, they just can't handle the, the amount of people that, that want it. Um, yeah. I feel like characters 
and and this is you know there are people out there who are if you are the world's biggest uh, nightmare before christmas fan then yes you could justify paying for the party and and spending a bunch of time waiting in line to to see jack and sally and get your picture and go from there i this is my hot take i feel <laughs> like waiting for characters is a bit of a waste of time at the party because there are so many other things that you could be doing or experiencing with shorter wait times um the characters are very popular and there were times there was a year that uh lauren and i went dressed as jose carioca and and panchito and we wanted to have a picture with donald duck uh, as the three caballeros and so we did wait in line not a not a super long line but long enough that it was you know we were waiting there and uh it's not like it's an interactive queue or anything <laughs> so that's just part of the experience but if it weren't for us having those costumes and really specifically wanting that one photo, I, I just, I can't, I can't wait in line that long for, for a character when, like you said, you have an opportunity, especially later on in the evening, you have an opportunity to experience a ton of attractions in a short period of time. Now I, I wouldn't, again, I wouldn't say like if at 10 o'clock after the fireworks are done, you go and wait in line for Seven Dwarfs Mine Train, you're still going to wait like an hour and a half to, to get in it. But um, but if you focus on like Big Thunder Mountain and um, Pirates and uh, even Space Mountain and, um, you know, you can knock off a bunch of the other rides in a relatively short period of time, even haunted mansion as uh, during Halloween obviously is popular, but, but would still have a shorter wait time, especially towards the end of the evening. Well, and I definitely think, you know, I think seven dwarfs mind train has, you know, it's one of those rides where after 10 o'clock I could easily see it going down to 45 minutes, 30 minutes, you know, and, you know, getting you, you know, that you could get on it. You know, maybe it's the last ride you do, um, cause that's when you'd have kind of the lowest weight. I mean, if I had, you know, when Rosalie is a teenager and she has the ability to make it late into the evening, um, then yeah, what I would do is try to do as many attractions as I can. And at about, let's say between 1130 and around 1130, I would probably go and get in line for yeah. seven dwarves and, if the line happens to be 45 minutes or, or an hour at that point still, um, you know, they're not kicking you out at, at midnight. You're going to get on the ride and then you're going to walk out of a relatively empty park. Well, and I think another thing to kind of keep in mind with that would be also then your next day's plan. You know, if you're doing these <laughs> parties, you know, you're, the last thing you want to do is then do Hollywood Studios the next day and get up at seven in the morning so you can book your rise of the resistance lightning, uh, lane. lightning lane or, you know, you, you want to start planning your, your genie plus. So, well, and even getting ready to go for the early morning magic hours, yeah. um, yeah. as a resort well, yeah, guest the next day, 
know, so <clears throat> so I think it's absolutely something to, to definitely consider with this trip planning to to think about, okay, if I'm going to do a party day, then the next day is my day off or I, you know, am fine with burning a morning or it's okay, we're going to go to the parks, but we're going to sleep in, um, you know. Or I would plan that as my travel home day um, yeah. and yeah. take a later flight, obviously. Yes. Do yes. not do not book a morning flight after a party. It no. will not end well for anybody. Do, yeah. Do not pick a do not pick a morning international flight. <laughs> um and uh I, I mean I guess it's a little different now because you don't have the Magic Express, so it's not uh, but I mean goodness me, the the other companies that come will will want you to be at the airport like three hours early. So yeah. uh it's it's I agree. Like book a flight after afternoon. Uh, if you're going to do a travel day or yeah, take the day off, go to Disney Springs resort hop, um, you know, do, do other things, but, but let yourself recharge, let yourself wake up when you want to wake up, not when Disney tells you to wake up. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Um, I, I think that's, a, I think that's a good coverage for us of comparing the two. Uh, you know, I said Halloween versus Christmas at Disney it's not really a, a competition because it is so subjective based on what your personal preferences are, what the makeup of your uh, travel party is and, um, and what you think you'll get the most out of. I, I think it really comes down to when you want to go, when it's going to fit into your travel plans. Um, I personally just wouldn't book anything in and around Halloween itself, American Thanksgiving or Christmas and New Year's, unless you're specifically going because you're like, I want to be at Disney on Christmas in some capacity. Um, I tend to look for those quieter, slightly cheaper times. Um, yeah, I totally yeah. agree. I think if, if I was looking, um, I would be looking for Halloween. I, you know, I think August, September is going to be the less, least amount of people, but certainly the most iffy weather, certainly hot, humid, muggy, but then also you're dancing with hurricanes. So for me, I'm looking at early November, early December for my, you know, kind of dream Christmas party tickets days. And I'd absolutely agree with that. I think if I were planning right now, which I'd want to do, It'd be early November, probably early December if I could swing it, because then, you know, all the resorts have their uh, Christmas stuff in full swing as well. Early November, the parks will transition over to to Christmas, but the resorts may be a week or two behind that. So, um, yeah. But that's it. I think we covered a lot. Uh, obviously, we missed out on uh, Lauren's input here, as poor Rosalie is uh, is awake and probably, you know, she wants to go to Disney really badly. <laughs> <laughs> but more so than that, she doesn't want to go to sleep at the moment. So, um, so yeah, unfortunately, we missed out on Lauren there. But, um, but I think she'd probably agree with most of of what we said. Or who knows? Maybe she'll disagree and uh, post about it on our social. When um, <laughs> she can recant about it on, on, on she, she can recant account. it that way. Um, but yeah, that's it. Um, 
we uh we had a couple weeks off we took a bit of a hiatus here um we'll we'll be in and out uh over the next few weeks as well as we sort of get settled back into our fall routine um we at our podcast uh double ups and double doubles have um i'd say some some cool things in the works uh behind the scenes some stuff that we're going to change around um so we look forward to uh, sharing those secrets and, and surprises as uh, as we move forward um, but that will all come in due time um, but it's exciting stuff and we want to thank you so much for joining us and uh, and being with us and interacting with us um, we love to hear from everybody through our social media channels facebook and instagram send us a message uh, and and let us know what you think of the show um, leave us a review Share us with your friends. We love it all. Um, but that's it. And on behalf of myself, Ryan, and Ryan, and Lauren, who's upstairs, uh, we are the Double Doubles. You've been listening to Dole Whips and Double Doubles. Thanks so much for listening, and we look forward to you joining us again next time. Bye.